Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team from former A's outfielder here comes Kotze here comes the relay the slide he's in there inside the park home run Mark Kotze to A's manager it's time for the manager show with Mark Kotze presented by Nest Betting the A's skipper sits down with Chris Townsend exclusively on A's cast visit nestbetting.com today here's Chris Townsend Time now for the Mark Kotze Show right here on A's Cast, brought to you by Nest Betting. Check out their locations in the Bay Area for all your betting needs, or you go online, nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code Oakland. We're talking talking about your mattress, your pillows, your sheets, everything. Nestbetting.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order the bed that Mark Kotze sleeps on, I think you got to be thrilled to be back home and sleeping on your on your nest bedding bed. I am thrilled to, to be in the nest bedding stuff. Um, obviously, uh, a big shout out to nest bedding. Um, you know, they've taken care of uh, a lot of things for my family and could be more appreciative, but uh, very comfortable stuff for sure, Tony. Yeah, because on the road, I mean, after a while, here we are in August. You've been doing a lot of hotels. You were just in Houston, then in Texas. It's got to be nice for, I think, for you, your players, to come home and know you got 10 straight days back in the Bay Area. Yeah, it's definitely nice to be home. And you get the opportunity, you know, whether you want to fly family in, um, spend some time with you. If you're coming back home and your family's here, uh, you're excited about that. And uh, again, we are in the in the midst of August. It's uh, in, and also in the midst of a, a 17 game uh, stretch or 16 game stretch where um, you know we don't, we're not going to get a day off. So you got to take advantage of some time at home for sure. Yeah, talk about that stretch in August because when they say the dog days, this is what they're talking about: 17 straight days without a day off. A lot of transition going on with your club. This isn't easy. Uh, well, it's never easy. I mean, a major league season is a grind and you, you know, you, uh, experience that as as you get a little bit older, as you've been in the game a little bit longer, uh, you understand the grind, uh, the excitement and energy that, that sometimes the, the young guys that haven't been through it, um, will experience that it carries them through this time. And I think we kind of addressed that a little bit, uh, as the changes have taken place over the last week or so. And, uh, and talked about finishing this season strong, that we've got uh, 45 
games left uh, when we talk to the club and that we're not going to stop working. We're not going to, we're going to sprint through the finish line, uh, build ourselves, keep continue to build ourselves, continue to uh, learn, uh, work and, uh, and fight till the end. Well, I want you to know that I'm always paying attention to everything. So I was listening to you on with the power alley on Sirius XM with our good friend, Mike Farron and Jim Duquette and listening to you with them. And you talked about that fight. You talked about, Hey, listen, we want to show not only ourselves, the other teams, what we're all about. Just how important is that fight? Not only for inside your clubhouse, but to show the other clubhouse. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, I think the message was sent to our guys as well. Uh, after that conversation on MLB radio, uh, I felt the need to address the team and send that message. And the message is that our season, you know, really <clears throat> from this day forward starts to impact uh, how we uh, send the message to the league, how we're going to continue to play this game, uh, not not just through this end of this season, but but to start a next season. We really want to continue that culture um, because I think it's been good. I think the culture in the clubhouse has been good. We've experienced a lot of adversity, a lot of change. Uh, we're nowhere near where we want to be in terms of wins, losses. Um, but these guys haven't given up and they're going to continue to work hard and, and continue to set a tone for next year. And obviously uh, where we're at, we can impact some other teams seasons. You know, scouting reports, box scores in the minor leagues, that's one thing, but then seeing a guy with your own eyes is a whole different deal. Now, I've been able to talk to him one time. It was on a video call when I was uh, doing the pregame show for NBC. Seems like a real nice kid. Now that you've got a couple days with Shay Langoliers, just tell me about the whole package. What do you see with your eye test? Well, I see a young, uh, obviously passionate, energetic um, young player. He obviously fits the mold of a catcher, um, you know, and um, – it's great to, to have him here. It's going to be great to get a, an extended period of time with him. Um, it's great for him. He's going to benefit from being around Sean Murphy and, and Stephen Vogt in all, in all capacities, um, both offensively and defensively. And just, you know, for us as a staff, um, getting to know him, getting to know how he works. Um, but at, at this point, you know, in the limited three games we've seen him, uh, we know who he is in terms of a person and the work ethic, and we're excited about that. We've been able to see him pull the baseball. I mean, his first base hit is first pitch he ever sees, which is hilarious. Had the double yesterday uh, in the, the second game of the three that he played. Lee, you know, his first at-bat, he ripped one to third base. He lined out. We've seen him go opposite field. We see him taking it, go deep opposite field in Texas, which is not easy to do. Tell us about the approach where it kind of looks like he, he's got power and he can go to all fields. Yeah, again, you know, I think he's had 12, 13 at-bats. And, uh, and what we're seeing, obviously, um, you know, aligns with what we've gotten from reports from, you know, Fran, who's our manager in AAA and the hitting coaches down there you know, all young hitters like to pull the baseball. So that's not a secret, but to see him go to right center, uh, hit a ball well enough to get out of the ballpark uh, and cost me a hundred dollars at the same time. 
we know that the importance of keeping him to the right center gap is, is, is going to be a continued message. It's going to be a continued uh, thing that he needs to do to have success here, as all hitters have, need to do. You see Sean Murphy uh, over the last six weeks, his approach to where, where he's hitting the baseball uh, and the success he's having. It's, it's to the middle of the field. It's, it's when, when hitters, young hitters especially, get poolside happy, uh, it tends to lead to, you know, more strikeouts, uh, more swing and miss. So, <clears throat> you know, we're going to continue to work with Shea. And, uh, but, you know, like you said, um, he's an aggressive hitter. He's got a couple doubles, a homer. So uh, it's exciting to watch for sure. Well, I said this in the post game, and I'm going to say it with you. I don't care when or how you get a C note from somebody. Boy, does it make you feel good. <laughs> and I didn't even get a thank you from him. So I'm going to no. make sure I, I have him run by my office today because I left it on his chair and uh, I've yet to have him come in and say, hey, Skip, you know, thanks for thanks for staying true to your words. So, um, but, you know, the other aspect that we haven't gotten into or talked about uh, was the throw from yesterday's game. That that was pretty impressive as well. But as I mentioned, it's nothing new here. It's nothing that we haven't seen with Sean Murphy. So, uh, But it was exciting to watch a young kid, a young rookie, make his first throw on on one of our former players, Marcus Simeon, who had a heck of a jump and uh, and still, you know, throw him out. So that was, that was fun to watch too. I also thought Cal Stevens' throw from center field was impressive on Marcus Simeon. Now, he didn't get the out however you want to perceive the tag and talk about the tag. But I think you're starting to see some good things out of Cal too. Yeah. You know, Cal's been here for uh, what a week plus and uh, you know, watching him play center field, he's got great instincts. Uh, he actually kind of reminds me a little, a little of myself. Uh, you know, he, he's not a burner, but he gets, you know, pretty good jumps. Uh, he runs great routes. So, um, you know, I think we've seen a few catches of Cal uh, defensively, and then, like you said, the, the throw yesterday, if we could get Machine to hang in there. I know it's a tough play. The ball's coming right over the shoulder, and, and uh, runner's coming in sliding. So, um, you know, not, nothing against uh, what Machine tried to do to stay in there as long as possible and, and get a tag, but uh, a really nice, accurate throw at that, too. You know, you look at, at Sean Murphy, Big Murph, and, and whether it's the numbers that really started in June – followed through a strong July. I mean, he just kills Texas in that new ballpark. I mean, he's got ownage there. Just talk about this is finally, we're finally starting to see this could be a guy that's middle of the order that can produce and put up major numbers. Talk about just how the growth you're seeing of him as a, from an offensive standpoint. Yeah, for Murph, I think he's taken another step uh, built off last season and the growth he had there offensively. Um, you know, he struggled a little bit in May. I think there was a little bit, um, you know, of, of expectation that he put on himself uh, hitting in the middle of the order, which he hadn't done on this ball club, um, you know, based on the personnel. Um, but, you know, he got through that, that transition. Uh, he's comfortable where he's hitting now. And as you said, I think he can be a middle of the order bat that, that drives in runs and, and can do some damage, um, you know. So, uh, you know, it's funny. You you talk about – we've talked about Shea Langliers. We've talked about Sean Murphy. And, you know, yesterday I was sitting in the dugout and I looked behind and the Rangers catchers, Jonah Heim, and yeah. another Oakland yeah. A's, you know, catcher that we've had here. So, 
uh, we've been able to identify some pretty good backbones in, in, uh, in the recent years for sure. Well, that's where I've talked about, you know, I'd like to see one of them find another glove and go out there and play so we can see him in the lineup every day. Normally that's something you try and do in the minor leagues. Is that something that we could see down the stretch? One of your catchers finding another position other than D eight. So you can get both of them in the lineup. Uh, I mean, that's it, nice in theory. Uh, it's whether or not, <clears throat> you know, you can, you can transition or make that transition. And then you have to look at the value that they provide behind the plate and what you're taking away from that. Um, if, you know, you can do it, uh, relative, um, you know, split playing time, uh, with both utilizing the DH and, and the catching position. So, uh, it's a good problem to have, um, you know, both these guys, um, are still as Sean's still young. He's, you know, starting out, I think in his third season, going into his fourth season. So, um, you know, he's still a young player. And, uh, I think a lot of the question marks Sean's answered, which lied with, you know, Oh, is he going to stay healthy? Can he catch 125, 30 games? And he's answering all those questions right now. So we're real happy about that. Let's end on this. This has to feel pretty good with noisy going deep yesterday. That's 34 home runs in the second half. There's only four other teams in baseball who have hit more than you during that time. Just how much pressure does that take off the offense? And just, just for the morale in the dugout, seeing the ball go over the fence, how it helps you guys. Yeah. I mean, you know, that that slug is something that uh, obviously helps win baseball games as well as on base. And, you know, I think uh, over the recent you know few weeks, we've done a better job of, of uh, getting on base with the walk, you know, and we're still still grinding away to get those two out hits, to get that big hit that, that extends innings that, that really, um, you know, that drives runners in. I think we can still improve with runners in scoring position and the mentality, the approach there. So, but anytime we can, we can talk about hitting home runs and, and have that as a part of our, our arsenal, uh, it, it definitely helps win games. And, and, you know, when you're down two and you've got two guys on, and you hit a three-run homer, uh, there's a lot of momentum swing there. So, you know, these guys are working hard. We're, we're working every day to, to continue to get better. Um, you know, the young hitters, they're going to go through their ups and downs, and that's part of the growing pain. So, um, you know, we don't want them to lose confidence in, in this stretch, and uh, we're going to continue to be positive with them and continue to, to coach them up. And, and um, you know, at the end of the season – uh, as I'd always talk to Brownie about, you know, you grind, you continue, you put your head down and, and when you're done, you'll look up at the end of the year and, and you'll be pretty close to where you want to be. Well, great stuff as always. Welcome back. Enjoy a 10 game homestand at 10 days in your own bed, which will be nice. And we'll see you out at the yard. Which is nest bedding too, County. Don't forget that. That's the Mark Katze show. You heard him right there. Sleeping on his bed from Nest Bedding. Check out their locations in the Bay Area or you go online to nestbedding.com. Love where you sleep. Whether it's your mattress, your sheets, your pillows, you name it, you go to nestbedding.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, the sponsor of the Mark Katze show. Now back to A's cast powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. 
It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.